This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. Welcome to Drama of the Week. Beyond the forests, beyond the valleys, beyond the mountains, there's another world. <laughs> Come on, Fidelity. You asked for it? The world we see, the world of the mountains and the valleys, the villages and the farms, is nothing more than a veneer. Hurt me this time. Our world is no more than a painted shroud, masking what lies beneath. Remember what I taught you, boy? When an opening arises, do not hesitate. Do you submit? No. How do you plan to win? You have lost your weapon. Uh. Uh, uh, look over there. Uh, there's the fox. Uh, fox. You are my eldest son, Prideri. You are a man now. In years, at least, there are expectations that must be fulfilled, boy. I'll train harder. It's not about the combat. It's your whole demeanor. I don't know why I bother. I think it's time you were married. Knowing a woman could be the making of you. Married? So who? King Bran of Gwyneth has made it known he is seeking suitors for his younger sister. Now get yourself up to Harlech and see if you can secure Princess Branwyn's hand. What's she like? Her father is wealthy and important. She is irrelevant. Take Brigid with you. I'll give you better company. Oh, and one more thing. He's big. Very big. They call him Big Bran. I thought his name was Bran the Blessed. That's what you call him to his face. From the Red Book of Ergest. These are the tales of the Mabinogi. Are you looking so miserable on the back? Have you ever been to North Wales? It may not be as bad as they say. It'll take days. What use will I be anyway? You're a trainee poet, Brigitte. You can keep me entertained. Rodari is not my brother by blood. I was orphaned as an infant and his father took me in. We were raised together like twins. Tell me again how beautiful Princess Bramwyn is. He's even more of a pain in the arse than these saddle sores. The bards of Gwyneth say she is perfect as a May morning. Her eyes give out light like the beams of the sun. I'm not feeling it. What? I don't believe you believe it. Why have you never set eyes on her? Bring Bramwyn to life for me. She could look like a bag of rusty arrowheads. That's your job. You'll have to make nice with her regardless. Otherwise, what was the point in bringing you? 
So it wasn't for your cooking skills. But I am not your servant, Pradelli. <laughs> easy, boy. Easy, 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 easy. What is that? A hunt? This deep in the forest? The pack can't be seen through the thick undergrowth, but they sound close at hand. Where are they? They're all around. A solitary hound emerges from the brush and pauses for a moment, gazing straight into Pradari's eyes. What kind of dog is that? Coat a gleaming, shining white, ears deep crimson red. Uh, on your way. <laughs> Son of Poish, Prince of Dovid. Strangely, I was already aware of that. I would speak with you. Who are you? Will you break bread with me? Yeah, we're in a bit of a hurry. The journey from Arbeth to Harlech is a long one. How do you know where we're going? That is a fine stallion. There is a stream and I can offer some oats. You'll reach your destination in time for the feast, and your horse will stride rather than hobble. We should do as he says. Why? He's not of this world. For most of the living, the barrier between the worlds is impossible to breach. For a very few, it's as easy to pierce as the still black waters of a mountain lake. You make a good broth. The forest is my larder. You can learn a thing or two here, Brig. I'm not your cook. Roasting a rabbit can't be that hard, can it? Overdone or under? Both. Half the thing was charcoal, half running with blood. Cook <laughs> your own dinner, then. <laughs> I've been looking forward to meeting with you, eldest son of Poish. Really? The pleasure is all mine. Uh, you haven't told us who you are. We'll meet again when you come to live in my land. Then you will know me by name. I'm not planning a move any time soon. All men come to be in my country eventually. Why did you want to speak with me? A bit of wind begins to blow. There will be division and dismay. Mothers will weep for their poor dead sons put to the sword. The wheat in the reaping fields will wither and blacken with mold. Fear will grip the people's hearts and hunger will haunt their bellies. That's quite a gloomy outlook. A day will come when the eldest son of Poish must step forward and lead the people. I wanted to meet him and judge what measure of man he might be. <laughs> well, I hope you like what you see. I would say there is still work to be done. <laughs> uh, sorry, what's that supposed to mean? You are not ready. Could you be a bit more specific? You can't just come out with something like that and not back it up with some detail. Hello? He's gone. 
Beyond the forest, there is another world. It was Aram, king of the other world, I swear to it. You're not serious. You saw the hound, those eyes. It's a trick of the light. Red and white are the colours of Anoran. It's time you grew out of those superstitions, Brigitte. I've seen him before. I lay on a calfskin in front of the fire, wrapped in swaddling. I have no words to describe what I see. Language is not yet mine to command. But I know my mother will never return. And I know I will never forget the face of the creature who took her. As night falls, we arrive on the beach by Harlach. Gran the Blessed is at feast with his people. <laughs> Come on! You call this a party? He is big as a mountain. King Bran! My father sends greetings. I thank him for that. Who is this with you? My companion is Brigitte of Marlois. You keep a woman as a page? I'm not his page. I'm a poet. My father fostered her and we grew up together. Both are welcome. You must be hungry. Some small repast would be uh, most pleasing. You want some grub, you mean? Mm. It is a good choice to feast in the open air rather than within your hall on a fine night such as this. This is my hall. Is my palace, the faces of the cliffs are my walls, and the sky is my roof. Each man must choose to live as he sees fit. You think I choose to live this way? You seriously think anyone would choose to live like this? Uh, uh, of course, uh, my lord. Uh, have you noticed anything about me at all? Such as... When you arrived and saw me, did anything strike you? Anything stand out? Well, I noticed that you are on the... big side. Someone always has to bring up my side. In a fury, King Bran plucks a boulder the size of a horse from the foreshore at the foot of the cliffs and hurls it out to sea. <laughs> Apologize, uh, my lord. I, 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 I meant no offense. Don't patronize me, you weasel. Uh, uh, please, sire, sire, put me down. I will crush your bones. <sighs> A young woman is running barefoot down the beach. No! Long red hair aflame behind her. Yeah, what she, what she said. <sighs> Please, Bran! Don't embarrass yourself further! <sighs> you just got lucky. Stay out of my sight. You all right? I'm fine. Excuse me. Yes? Thank you for helping me. I thought he was going to squeeze the pips out of me. He didn't mean any harm. His temper is his undoing. My brother can be quite sensitive. Your brother? Are you 
Princess Bramwell. I am. And you are? Prideri Apoich. It's nice to meet you. You're much smaller than your brother. That would not be difficult. And far more attractive. <laughs> Is this your wife? Hmm? My wife? Oh, God, no. Uh, no. I'm, I'm Brigid, a poet. A trainee poet. A weaver of words. I look forward to hearing your songs. Do you know any about me? Well, I... She has not the mastery of her craft to do justice to your beauty. Mm. What's that? Someone sounding the alarm. From the dark horizon, the sound of swords hammering on shields echoes across the water. Like the cries of some unseen sea monster snapping jaws upon a helpless prey. By the flags, it would seem they're Irish. Dawn reveals 13 ships at anchor in the bay. They dare arrive uninvited on my shores in such numbers. We will scold them for their <laughs> impudence. Big Brand's giant hands scoop into the pebbles at the top of the beach. I could sink the whole fleet with this handful of stones. We should find out what they want before we attack. If their true intentions are hostile, then whoever goes out there is certain to be killed. What man would be foolish enough to take such a risk? I will go, Your Majesty. What? Prideri, no! Who are you? Oh, uh, uh, Prideri of Doved. We, uh... Met briefly last night. <sighs> Didn't you upset me? There was a small misunderstanding, uh, but it, it would be an honor to perform this task for you. I am an excellent oarsman. Very well. Fetch this man a coracle. Why am I doing all the rowing? I'm also an expert navigator. Why should you volunteer anyway? If I can prove myself useful to King Bran, then maybe he'll let me start courting Bramwyn. You're keen all of a sudden. An alliance between Gwyneth and Devitt makes good sense. She's also stunning. I don't suppose that has anything to do with it. Can't say I noticed. Liar. As we draw near the lead vessel, we see a man standing on the prow, brandishing a heavy sword. Stay your business! We are sent by Bran the Blessed to greet you. I don't like this. Draw alongside. 
They sound friendly enough. Don't have all day! It'll be fine. I promise. Come on! That's way! On the deck, warriors frisk us for weapons and make us kneel before their leader. On your knees! I am Metallic, King of the Irish. You are welcome in Wales. Bran the Blessed wishes only to know the object of your visit before greeting you ashore in person. And he sent you to find out, did he? I volunteered. Brave lad. What's your name? Priteri, Prince of David. Mm. Now how old are you? Eighteen. Have you proved yourself in battle, boy? Not as such. Oh. Never been with a woman. I'm not sure that's relevant. Oh. Eighteen, you say? Yes. Have you any idea how many men I'd killed by the time I was your age? Is that a rhetorical question? Don't get clever with me, sonny. He is easily able to lift Prideri off the deck, holding him by the throat. Your Majesty, please! If he dies here, you will pay a heavy price. <laughs> Who asked you? You can see King Bran waiting on the beach. The big one, with the stones in his hands. I have only to give the signal and he will sink your fleet before you have time to pull up the anchor. Can we all lighten up here? I'm only messing. You almost killed him. Ah, oh, you're all right, aren't you, Pradary's son? <laughs> yeah, fine. Hey, you see. Now, you get yourself back in that tub and take a message to shore. Say that Metallic, King of All Ireland, has come to propose a match to unite the crowns of our two peoples forevermore. What match? Well, I am here to claim Princess Branwen as my bride. Nobles of Gwynedd, my people. At the foot of a standing stone on the cliff top, the people gather to hear their king speak. Here we go. My chances of marrying Bramwyn are about to be snuffed out forever. Hmm? Are you even listening to me? Do you have a strange feeling here? I get the feeling my heart is about to be broken and I'll live the rest of my life pining for an unrequited love. There's an energy. It's powerful. The other world is close to the surface. What are you talking about? There's something here. I can feel it. The standing stone seems to glow in the twilight. After carefully considering the King of Ireland's offer, I have decided to accept. Matharuch, I will grant you my sister as your bride. You will be bound to each other as a symbol of your union. By custom, you will remain hand-fasted in this way for a week, and we will feast day and night. And so a week of feasting begins. Bran the Blessed has two brothers. Congratulations to you both. Nisian, whose nature is sweet. I hope you'll be very happy. Thank you, Nisian. It was very kind of you, brother. Thank you. The other brother is Evnisian. 
on the third day of feasting, he arrives. What's going on? Why is Branwen tied to that ugly little man? Answer me! Are you mad? It's a good match. For her and for Gwyneth. Why would you marry Branwen to the king of a festering marsh? I refuse to give my blessing. I'm eldest. My decision. Now this is a feast. And not a Strutter? No, I do not want another bloody boar's trotter. I want to go home. I've got an idea for a new poem. Really? It's called The Size of Pradeli. Uh, you have no idea what it feels like seeing the woman you love secured by ribbon to another man. You've barely spoken to her. There's a connection. Right. There are deep waters within me. Deep and troubled waters. There he is. Young Pradeli, the messenger boy. How are you, sir? <laughs> yeah, great, thanks. Still a virgin? Can you believe he's still a virgin, Bronwyn? He's a handsome boy. I'm sure it's only a matter of time. Who is she, Pradery? Who's who? Who's the one? The what? The one you're waiting for. Is it the poet? Me? Are you the one? Absolutely not. Have you got a thing for the poets, Pradery? No. Oh, come on, you can tell me. I have. A word of advice, hmm? Remember, you're a prince. You can do a whole lot better than her. Isn't that right, love? Easy now. Don't sell yourself short, Pradeiri. The sighs of Pradeiri are deep as the sea. Desire bewitched him entirely. Seven days of feasting are done. The Irish are joined to the people of Gwynedd with an unbreakable bond. And now, young lovers, you have my blessing to seal your union. May our night be a busy one, filled with pleasures! The travesty. These fools cheer that some lout has granted permission to ravage my sister. Mm, sickening, I know. The Irish are no friends to our people. Never have been. Philip might be cool, yeah? There you go. What do you make of their king? I'm not overly keen. It's an insult to me and every man in Gwyneth. Yeah. Someone ought to do something. You're right. Come with me. Why? Something must be done. And we are the men for the job. Where are you going, Pradeli? I follow them, across the sands, the pebbles, onto a winding path up through the dunes. Evanissian striding ahead, Pradeli tottering behind. They reach the Irish camp. It's deserted. All the men gathered around the fire on the beach. Only the horses remain, tethered to the trees. Are you with me, Pradeli? What are you going to do? Strike back. Yes. Evnissian, put 
the knife away. <laughs> By the time he's finished, the horses are a sorry sight. To the boats! We're leaving! Matholoch, I'm your wife. Take me with you. No insult since the dawn of time was ever so grievous. to seal an alliance, and this is how I am treated. I granted you my sister. And she is one of the three great queens of this land. The rest of you are nothing but dogs! Mafaluch, don't leave me. I couldn't bear to lay with any Welsh woman after what has happened to my horses. Please. You cannot abandon her. This is a wicked place, and the people are vipers. Forward, men! Branwen is inconsolable. Princess, I am so, so sorry. I'm ruined. Evnistian has destroyed me. I tried to stop him. You were with him? Yeah, but I didn't know what he was going to do. And... Well, take a knife and mutilate me. What? I'm no longer a virgin. And I'm alone. Life's not worth living. Princess, please forgive me. Princess! The sighs of Prideri are many and long, singing the tune of a heart's broken song. Ah, I should have cut him down! We need to find a way to appease the Irish. Like what? There must be something. I look up from the beach at the standing stone on the cliff top, raised by ancestors more distant in time than I am from the stars. That's where we'll find it. What? We will speak to the king. Trust me on this. There's another world beside ours. Of this much, I'm certain. Daddy digs at the foot of the standing stone. I know something important is to be found here. Something that will placate the Irish king. Hey! I've hit something! I can't say how I know, but I do. What is it? I'm not sure. It's... I can't... I can't lift it. Let me... What is it? A cauldron. The cauldron is large, but otherwise looks like any other. A heavy iron basin blackened by the flames. It's nothing but a great, useless pot. There's more to it. 
There must be. I reach out my hand and touch the cold metal. Brigitte, are you all right? I find myself standing on a barren hillside, looking down on the deep black waters of a mountain lake. The sky is dark, the waters tremble, then everything becomes still. Even the birds stop singing. The waters part, and Aral steps onto the shore. to rabbit, yes? It was you we met in the forest. My advice would be to raise the spit higher and keep the meat turning. Where am I? Here in my world. Anovan. What am I doing here? You want to know about the cauldron? Why was it buried at Harlech? Long ago it crossed from my world into yours. Ancient tribes traded it many times down the years. They knew of its power. In the end, it came to Gwyneth, but the people found it overwhelming. The cauldron has the power of resurrection, though none who have used it can tell the tale. Choosing who is to live and who is to die is a heavy burden. You chose my mother. You're wrong, Brigid. I never took your mother. She chose to come with me. And she's not dead. Brigid, Brigid, it's okay. What happened? You touched the metal, then you collapsed. The cauldron is from the other world. He can make the dead walk again. The storm prevents the Irish fleet from sailing. They're still anchored in the bay. Are you sure about this, Praderi? If I'd stopped Aflisian, this wouldn't be happening. It's all on me. You're a brave soul. Bramwin, I'm only young. I believe you to be the most beautiful and noble woman ever to have walked the earth. I've ruined your happiness, and i do anything to restore it to you. If I must lay down my life, then... I will. Wish me luck. With all my heart. And so we return to the Irish fleet. You're one lucky boy, Pradary. If anyone else had come... I would have cleaved them open here on the deck. But be warned. If what you say adds to the insult I suffered, then you'll have to die. King Bran knew nothing of the attack on your horses. He offers you a cauldron. A cauldron? Are you joking? This cauldron has magical properties. If you come ashore, you'll see. 
As twilight descends on Haralech, we gather round the cauldron, which stands over a glowing fire. Barely proved this thing works. I don't see any corpses. Which one of the horses was yours? The chestnut mare with a white blaze. This one? That's her. Sorcerer. Finest mount in the whole of Ireland. Why are you showing me this? With her flesh rotting and her eyes gouged. Ran places the dead horse into the boiling water. After a moment, the lifeless body stirs. Sorsha lifts her head from the cauldron, struggles out and onto her feet, her features perfectly restored. Sorsha, my beauty. It's a miracle. The cauldron is yours if it will heal the wound between us. Will it be the same with the person? Of course. Or should we not try it out? What do you say, Pradary? I could stab you in the heart, tip you in the pot and give it a go, huh? No, no, I, I, I'd rather not. I'm only having a laugh. Matholoch is right. The cauldron casts a strange spell over Bran's brother, Nisien. We should test the powers fully. There's no need. He's satisfied. Isn't that right? I say we put the whole thing behind us, huh? No. We have to be sure. Brother! The same cuts his own throat and drops to his knees. Bran cradles his brother's body in one hand, the blood seeping out between his fingers as the light fades from Nisien's eyes. Get him in the cauldron. Quickly! Bran gently places the body into the water, and we wait. Nisien's fingers, cold and dead an instant before, grasp the lip of the cauldron, and he pulls himself upright. You're alive! But when he tries to speak... Aram said that men who return can tell the tale. What have you done? Another week of feasting follows to make good what had been bad. A gloom settles over Prideri. Boars, Trotter, you know you want to. I'm not angry. You have to let it go. What? Your infatuation with Branwen never going to happen. Prideri, hmm? may I speak with you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Can I take him away for a moment, Brigitte? Uh, be my guest. I wanted to thank you. For your courage. You saved me from a life of shame. It was a team effort, really. Will you think of me sometimes, when I'm gone? I would do anything to please you. I wanted to give you something. A reward. What for? Your courage. And your promise to remember me. Um, I'm not sure if this is a good idea. One kiss. 
One real kiss. I wish this moment could last forever. Men have long tried to make time behave like a well-trained dog, responding at once to their commands. But time can never be tamed. It's a wild thing that follows its own instincts. Goodbye, today. Not the rules of man. <sighs> a year and a day passes. Back home in Dovid, life proceeds exactly as it always has. Oh, you got the fire going. How is the harvest? Look. Good whore. You counted them. I... Got to 60, and then I got confused. You've already eaten some, haven't you? How many? A handful. You said you'd wait. <laughs> it was just a few. How are they? Nice, yeah. At this time of year, in damp forest glades, a certain mushroom can be found. Water's boiling. Mm. Gonna make them into a tea. Yeah, 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 great idea. But uh, be careful. Why? You see those little yellow fairies flying at the top of the fire? Um, Don't hurt them. They're our friends. Okay. Sometimes this world is a hard place to be. Leaving for a short time can be a blessing. Come over here. What is it? Let's have a kutch. <laughs> what? Let's lie down together and have a kutch. <laughs> Are you serious? Come on. <clears throat> That's nice. Mm. How did you find the cauldron? I don't know. I could feel it was there. In my bones. What happened when you touched it? Aram told me something about my mother. Didn't make any sense. I'm sorry. What for? You never knew her. I must feel lonely. Sometimes. Another feeling. Are you thinking about her? Maybe. You should never have kissed her. Every time I close my eyes, I feel a body in my arms. Don't do it then. What? Don't close your eyes and go off with her. Hey, calm down. Why would you? Why not stay here with me? Don't panic, Brigitte. It's just the mushrooms keeping you. Pradeli grows distant. I close my eyes and from a barren hillside overlooking the black lake, I see him, far away, disappearing into a thick forest. Hello, Betty. Oh, you are so beautiful. Listen to me, Pradeli. I have a message for you. You're a bird. Birds don't talk. Queen Branwen taught me to speak. In Ireland, she has no voice of her own. Branwen? She's beaten and starved. She cannot endure much longer. How do I know this is real? Is pain real? Yes, pain would be real. What are you doing? Pecking your eyes. Does it hurt? Yes! Then what I say is true. Get off me! A bitter wind has begun to blow. 
Beyond the forests, beyond the valleys, beyond the mountains, there's another world. <sighs> get, get off me! My daddy! My daddy's all right! Get off me! <sighs> You're fine. Where was I? Nowhere. That was so weird. I was in, like, an enchanted forest, and there was a bird pecking my eyes out. When he mentions the bird, a single drop of blood leaks from his left eye, running like a scarlet teardrop down his cheek. Your eye, it's bleeding. Pradari touches his face. Are you all right? We have to go back to Harlech. But again, it's that time of the week, boy. I'm riding to Harlech with Brigitte. Harlech? I have an important message for King Bran. You will do nothing for that massive bastard. Branwen is in danger. Forget her! Let me pass. If you won't respond to a polite request, I will have to make you obey me. I see them fight their way out of the stables. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't the playful training I have witnessed a thousand times. I will kill you if I have to, Father! Stop it, both of you! Get away, Brigid! You're better when you're angry, Prideri. But not that much better! Is that your best shot? Then I'm glad Branwen married the Irish king. You would have only brought shame on David! Do you submit? You wouldn't dare. Do you submit? Leave for Harlech on condition that you never return. We ride north. There's a chill in the air. Will Bran take you seriously? But you have to back me, Brigitte. You found the cauldron. If you're behind me, he might listen. <laughs> whoa, whoa, easy, boy. <sighs> this is close to where we met Aaron before. Is he here? I don't know. There, there, after him. Aram rides a white mare with deep crimson ears. His mount glides across the rutted track as if it was smooth as ice. We're losing him! Come on, faster! Get up! The horse from the other world rounds a bend and is lost from sight. Praderi tries to cut the corner and misjudges a low branch. Before I can pull my horse up, I am round the bend. Waiting there is Aram. His mare has hardly broken sweat. Brigid of Maros. How goes it with you? Pradari fell. I need to see if he's all right. Do not worry. I'm not ready for him in my kingdom yet. No more than he is ready to lead the people. Where is my mother? You told me she wasn't dead. Listen. 
King Bran will not be swayed by Praderi's words. His brother must do that job. You haven't answered my question. Nor will I. She must answer for herself. Haran! Come back! Where is he? He's gone. It's nightfall when we arrive at Harlech. All is quiet. Bran sits at the foot of the cliff, gazing out to sea. Silent and still, as though he were carved from the rocks. King Bran! Greetings. Prideri Apur. And the poet. What brings you north? I must speak with you about your sister. I have not heard from her in... over a year. Perhaps there's good reason for her silence. I often sit here and wonder... If I opened a chasm beneath us the day I agreed to the marriage. <sighs> I no longer speak to my brothers. A fog descended on Gwyneth that day. It has not lifted since. Bramwyn is shamed and abused in Ireland. She cries out for help. How do you know this? I was told. Who told you? A bird. A bird? You babble like a madman. Take your brother home, Brigitte. He needs rest. Bran turns back to the sea. He will say no more. That didn't go well. We have to speak to the brothers. Bran's brothers live together in a hall behind the dunes. The hall stands lonely in the marshy swamp, half-submerged like the wreck of a ship at low tide. You are just in time. Join us for dinner. Evnissien wears the same cruel sour look he always did. Move up, Nissien. Make some room. Thank you. Nissien's eyes are dull and lifeless. His mouth foams at the corners and a trail of spittle dribbles down onto his shirt front. Seeing him... Resurrection loses much of its appeal. There is uh, salted meat for those of us who can chew. If you prefer, I'm sure my brother would happily share his gruel. It's all you can eat now, sadly. Evnissien is a great storehouse of hatred and resentment. He's determined to air every grievance while he has an audience. Bran blames me for this drooling, undead monstrosity. How was it my fault? Did I cut his throat? Did I ask him to do so? And what does he do with the cauldron? He presents the most powerful object in the known world to a foreign power... Now he, he sits like a huge fat lump of pure misery on the beach... Neglecting the kingdom and leaving the care of our poor broken brother entirely to me. Hours pass. Finally, Pradari gets his chance to explain why we've come. <laughs> and where exactly did this mysterious encounter occur? 
in a forest. Oh, near your home in Arberth? Yes. And... <laughs> and no. Oh. I was at home, but I was also in an enchanted forest. <laughs> you cannot be in two places at once. There's another world beside this one. The bird came to me from the other world. <laughs> Brother! What is it? At the mention of the other world... Lysian begins thrashing his body. Grab him! Hold, hold him down! Kaderi restrains him, but his locked jaw still struggles to open and speak. What is it, brother? He strains every sinew to communicate, but he no longer has the means. Is it Bramwin? Do you know about Bramwin? How could he possibly know? She needs us. We must bring her back from Ireland. At this, Lysian's body begins to relax. Since he emerged from the cauldron, he's, he's been silent. He walks, he sleeps, he eats, nothing more. To all intents and purposes, he's a dead man. A dead man who's alive. Most of what was Nisian remains in the other world. That's why he knows the truth. Can that be possible? I'm sure of it. The next day, Grand Two accepts the truth of it. Irish bastard! The die is cast. It will be war. We will need every warrior in the land if we are to prevail. Seven only will be left behind to defend the realm. The summons is sent, and many are the men who make their way to Harlech, eager to prove themselves. An army assembles. Bran has given word. We sail for Ireland tomorrow. I've never been on the sea before. You're not coming. Well, you're not going without me. You're no fighter. I'd be a lucky charm. Your talisman. If you came and were killed, I'd never forgive myself. I feel the same if I stay and you die. You're a poet. You need to stay to commemorate the campaign. Don't get killed, will you? If I do, make sure I feature heavily in the songs. I don't want to be forgotten. Understand? All right. Even if I drown on the way over or slip on the rocks when we hit the beach and break my neck. Make it sound heroic and dependent on you. I'll do what I can. You better add. Or I'll be back to haunt you for sure. I love you, Brigitte. I love you too. I know you're not my blood sister. The best sister I could have wished for. It's a still moonlit night. The world seems a quiet, peaceful place. In my heart, a storm rages. In the morning, the weather is fine. There is a fair wind blowing towards Ireland. 
Wait for me! The boat big enough for Bran has never been built. So he strides into the grey waters, wading alongside the fleet. Gradually his legs are covered, then his torso, till only his shoulders are visible above the white-topped waves. It's good to have you with us, Bladeri. Thank you, my lord. And the poet, of course. I thought it wise to make her stay behind. You're mistaken, I think. What, what do you mean? I've just seen her on the vessel which Evnissian commands. I stand on the prow of the ship, salt air in my face, wind billowing in my hair, like a defiant goddess of the sea. Brigitte! What are you doing? I won't let you die without me, Prateri! Soon we see the green hills of Ireland on the horizon, and the wind cries in our ears, like a sobbing child. Twenty ships and four hundred warriors in his wake. Storm the beach! Storm mercy! Stay on board the ship, Brigitte. I'm your talisman. If you die, I'll bloody kill you. Move! Go! From the Red Book of Ergest. These are the tales of the Mabinogi. A small group of Irish warriors observe our approach. Seeing themselves hopelessly outnumbered, they retreat across an ancient bridge. Cowards! Once across, the Irish use horses and ropes to pull keystones from the ancient structure. Look! The bridge! Where is the next crossing? It could be miles. I am surrounded by incompetence. I have a suggestion, my lord. I go on. You are large in stature. Spit it out, boy. You could easily span this river. I will become the bridge. Prideri, there is something about you I have seen in very few men. And so, Bran the Blessed lays down across the river. And our warriors tread a careful path along his mighty spine. We will have blood today. This is my promise. The retreating Irish are harried far inland till they cower before a small wood in a valley. A last thin line of defence in front of Matholoch's fortress. Is everything in place? The men await your orders. A horseman has broken ranks. Command the archers to fire. Wait. Here's the white flag. I wish to talk. What do you want? I have a message from your kinsman. 
Mathaloch, King of all Ireland. Kinsman? Ah, the king earnestly wishes that there be no bloodshed. He should have thought of that before he beat my sister. For that he is sincerely sorry. We have come here to rout his forces and punish him. Do you have anything to say that might change our course? Your sister has given him an infant son, Prince Gwern. He'll be handed the kingship with immediate effect, if a peace is agreed. I thought he might offer the kingship to me. Your blood will be on the throne through Gwern. This does not repair the wrongs done to Branwyn. Go back and prepare to die with your people. Wait. I, I'm permitted to offer one thing more. What? A house. What good is a house to me? Matholoch will build one of such dimensions that for the first time you could live indoors as other men do. Don't trust him. Attack while we have the advantage. Prideri, what do you think? I'd want to hear from Branwen. You're right. We must take her counsel. Go and speak with her. Find out what she would have us do. Yes, my lord. Prideri rides away, bound for Matholoch's stronghold. A mist begins to descend, and soon he's lost from sight as if he's passing out of this world and into the next. Pridari. Welcome to Ireland. Pity about the circumstances. Where's Branwyn? I married her to promote harmony. Hands across the sea, you know what I mean? If it comes to blows, we all lose. Let me see her. Hmm. <laughs> She made quite an impact on you, didn't she? Bran will annihilate you if you don't. This way. Daddy, You came. I knew we would. It's good to see you. I leave you two to it. is on the ridge above with 400 warriors. One word and he'll descend. Not a single Irishman need survive. Do you remember when I kissed you at the feast in Harlech? Yes. I thought about you a lot after that. What did you think? How things might have been different if there were another world. You have a son. He's sweet. Not too sweet, I hope. Tomorrow, he will be king if Bran agrees to the peace. Is that what you want? Tell him to settle. You're my guardian spirit, Prideri. I knew it the moment we kissed. I knew you wouldn't let me down. Atholoch keeps his word. Gwern is invested as an infant king, 
and Ireland's finest craftsmen set about constructing a house for Bran the Blessed, the biggest house ever built. Go on in. <laughs> Amazing. I hardly have to bend my head to get through the door. <laughs> well, the whole place is designed around you. This hall is magnificent. Mm. So the peace between us is restored? Shirk on it, my brother from across the sea. <laughs> I hope you'll be happy here. What's in those sacks hanging on the wall? Flower. That's a lot of flour. It's a gift from me. You'll have one for bread for a day or two. <laughs> I do like my grub. <laughs> well, there you go, big brown. And look. The cauldron. And I want you to have it back. It's not part of the agreement. I was weak. I see that now. And this is a small price to pay in return for a valuable lesson. We should celebrate. Join us at feast here tomorrow night. I'll be honoured. The feast at Bran's house is the most lavish the island has ever seen. Wine flows in rivers, mixing with the fat of the slaughtered lambs. At first, our warriors are uneasy when they see Matholoch sitting next to Bran at the giant table. But the glow of the fire and the warmth of the liquor soon puts their fears to rest. You should do a poem. Shut up. You can't stay in training forever. You need to get out there. No one will want to hear my stuff. Hello again, Brigid. Hello, Bramwen. Is this the king? It is. Hello, Your Majesty. You're daring. Did you manage to lose your virginity yet? I'm still unproven in battle. That's pity. How fares the king? Tired. Let me hold him. Uh, he's almost asleep. Leave him be. I am his father. Leave him over. Leave him, Matholov. I think you want to see your daddy. Thanks, you. Your Majesty. Give him back. I can't hear you. You're hurting him. Matholov holds Gwen by the feet, swinging him away from Bramwen's desperate clutches. Put him down. Oh, what? Oh, you're no killer for dairy. You don't have it in you. Not everyone does. And Matholoch thrusts the boy king head first into the fire. He's dead. the eggs of some vengeful insect suddenly hatching. One hundred hessian sacks hanging on the back wall slice open from within. Each one contains a warrior. The house, the feast, the peace. It's all been a trap. The Irish are outnumbered. But when one of the warriors dies, they haul him across the room and throw him into the cauldron. He soon emerges again, blank of expression, silent, but fighting more fiercely than ever. They have the cauldron! 
and will soon be superior in numbers. We shall not surrender! Everything becomes quiet. Almost peaceful. As if I'm in the eye of a vicious storm. is a burden. I warned you of that. What can we do, Aram? If someone living were to go into the cauldron rather than someone dead, well, that would change everything. Brigid, what are you doing? I have to jump into the cauldron. It's our only hope. You'll be killed. Someone must go into it alive. Let me go. Oh, no, you don't, Pradary. I'll be the one who sends you to the other world! Oh, friggin' stay there! We have to do it! I'll deal with the cauldron! Forcing his way across the room, piled high with Welsh dead, Evnissian finally vaults into the bubbling cauldron. The vibrations from the beating of Evnissian's living heart ripple out through the walls of the cauldron. Pradari is distracted. Matholoch sees the opening and doesn't hesitate. I step in front of his lunge and the sword plunges deep into my chest. The cauldron explodes. Time stands still. Lurches forwards runs back. The rain outside falls upwards. Blood leaking from the wounds of the dying men begins to flow back inside their bodies. A crack appears in the world. Anything is possible in this moment. Prince Guarn is alive. My mother never left. Prateri is my lover. and the crack in the world closes over once more. Brigitte! Brigitte, talk to me! Uh, where's my Tholach? Dead. You saved my life. I bet you're glad I came along now. <laughs> I hurt. Shh, it's okay. The dead are littered all around. There's no victory here. Only Arang, king of the other world, has won. He sits next to a woman on a beam high in the roof, gazing down. No. It can't be. It's all right. Sitting alongside him is my mother.
This was a Radio 3 production. And if you enjoyed it, find more gripping audio drama on BBC Sounds. First of all, how did I end up in a text relationship with Keith Oveman? <laughs> a new podcast with BBC News anchor Roz Atkins and Keith Olbermann. He's a friend who I've never met. Then why is he your friend if you've never met him? Like, you're a guy who, as you've told me, has earned, what, $75 million? You've reshaped sports broadcasting. You did a decent job of reshaping cable news. Why, mm. why are you boasting some bloke 20 years younger than you in London? I've always liked to talk back to the television. There's a bit of Donald <laughs> Trump in me. Texting Keith Olbermann. Available now on BBC Sounds.